Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and glad that you could be with us today. Uh, It's a beautiful day for us all, so let's make the very best of it. And let me talk about today's episode. It's a coaching session uh, with a lady by the name of, a wonderful lady by the name of Sylvia Van. Yes, that's the same last name I had. We're relatives. And today we're going to be talking about money coaching, money mindset, financial intelligence. And I want to welcome her at this time. Uh, Sylvia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And how are yourself? Uh, doing fine and glad that you could be with us today. I'm going to read her bio really quick here and we're going to get right into it. And uh, Sylvia Van is this week's Enter to Win participant. She lives in beautiful Fresno, California and has some money questions for the Wealth Academy podcast community. So we're ready to get started. And I hope you all that are listening uh, are ready as well. So Sylvia, welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Of course, it's an honor to coach you and introduce you to listeners in my community. We're about 23 countries in right now, uh, with the last country coming in being South Korea. So uh, it's going out to all the world. And uh, during this coaching session, I'm going to address a few of your money and financial questions during this session. So Sylvia, at this time, what question do you have for me pertaining to money or having a money mindset and our financial intelligence? Please share it with us. Okay, um, Paul, um, I know that a lot of us are stressed out about COVID-19. So what do you um, feel is the top reason why we are so stressed out? for the start of 2021? Well, uh, what a great question, Sylvia. And yes, we're so glad that 2020 has gone bye-bye and we welcome 2021 in. And it is a wonderful year starting out. And uh, there's no doubt uh, that the uh, one of the top reasons people are stressed out in addition to COVID-19 and the pandemic is over the financial issues. Uh, of course, a lot of jobs have been put on hold. Companies were shuttered and closed. A lot of the companies are closed, will never open again. So people have lost jobs. The unemployment rate has been skyrocketing. And uh, when people are trying to get back to what we call the new normal, uh, there will never be another new normal. It will be what it is at that time because there's nothing guaranteed. But getting back to the the number one reason people are stressed, of course, is financial, but it's also the debt they have. There's some overspending thrown in there, some poor budgeting and lack of investment know-how that often leads to, unfortunately, marital breakups, anxiety, depression, and poor health. And that's just to name a few. So uh, what people are running into today, uh, and we know that the second stimulus Uh, package was signed recently, but a lot of people still have not received anything. And so some people in rent, they're behind two to three months, mortgage, two to three months. And also there's such a food, uh, it seems like people, of course, can't afford the food. So the food banks, nonprofits, and other uh, local organizations are really uh, under stress and under duress as well. And so uh, it really is a situation where we're hoping 
uh, that with the new leadership that's coming in into place uh, in, in for the presidency and vice presidency, that there could be some con greater consideration given to the people themselves as opposed to the organizations or corporations, because the corporations, they've received uh, tax cuts uh, in 2017, and that re re results in less revenue that's going to the federal government. And the people who are making up that difference are the middle class and, and then the, the low income people. And that's why the country is, is in such a turmoil now. And so it has a boomerang effect, uh, not only on, on you, but on me as well, and, and others who are listening. So I would say the good old financial, don't leave home without it. Yeah. That's good. Uh -huh. So um, what would you recommend um, for us to turn our finances around? Because we really need that recommendation. Uh, that's that's a, a great question. And uh, what it really comes down to, Sylvia, and, and that again is the recommendation of how to turn things around, is uh, we have to start where we are. I had a, a, a wonderful individual that I interviewed several years ago by the name of Chris Gardner. And of course, he's of that movie, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, where Will Smith played his character. And I interviewed him on my radio show several years ago, and he wrote a book. And I interviewed him on the book and the title of his book was uh, Start Where You Are. And I, I believe that that's what we have to look at. We have to uh, take a look at all of our finances and actually come up with a financial plan. And even if we're operating with less money, uh, we can still uh, find a way to make ends meet. And so when we come up with that financial plan, we're going to have to add up all our debts credit card debts, if it's a vehicle payment, a mortgage or rent payment, whatever it happens to be, health insurance, and just make an assessment of where we are right now. Because we can't do anything about yesterday. Sylvia, we just can't. <laughs> and so the best that we can do is, yeah, and the best that we can do is just operate what we have. And in some instances, some businesses will reopen. In some instances, uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs will uh, get a, a bump as a result of the uh, new administration coming in and providing assistance to people who really need the help. And make no mistake about it, people need help in America. I've never seen uh, food lines as long as I've seen them, you know, three, four, five miles long. Never seen unemployment lines, rows, rows, and rows uh, deep. So uh, something has to happen, but uh, what, what really uh, we have to do is make an assessment of where we are right now. And then uh, look at every aspect of our finances in the areas and try to improve upon them. And uh, one of the things, uh, again, when we make that assessment of all the bills and people say, well, how can I pay bills when I don't have any money coming in? Well, you can uh, contact those creditors and set up an arrangement with them and just make whatever payment that you can make with them. Uh, because in 2008, when we had the financial crisis just before Obama came in, President Obama came in, uh, there were, uh, I was on this television show, uh, local television show in Washington, D.C. called Mind Over Money. And people would, I would be interviewed by the host for about five minutes. And then I would take calls from citizens in the Washington, Maryland, and DC and Virginia area. 
And uh, nine times out of 10, people would say, you know, I just received a lawsuit from my creditor for this credit card uh, bill. And what am I supposed to do? I said, well, first of all, uh, you uh, show up at court and just show them that you really can't make those payments because you lost your job. And with the e economy being what it is, uh, these big uh, lenders, creditors, credit card companies, and personal loan, uh, they were suing people because they knew that they would get some money. And uh, as a result, uh, they, people just had to make arrangement to pay it back. And of course, when President Obama came in, it gave an infusion into the economic system. And that's what helped turn things around. And I think that's what we're going to see uh, coming uh, in probably in the next 90 days with, with uh, President Biden. Uh, he's probably uh, going to uh, give an infusion to the economy to help turn things around so people won't be thrown out of their apartments, out of their houses, that we can actually get the vaccines out to people if people so choose to take them. And, and that would help get that process to what we call a new normal. But it's, it's all about uh, those finances and, um, and getting, getting uh, in alignment with our life. Because once our finances are in alignment and in good shape, the rest of our life tends to be as well. So that, that's really what I recommend. And that's a great question. And thank you that's for true. it. That's true. It's stress-free. Yes. I yes. have a two-part question, Paul. Okay. You are a financial coach. Yes. So first of all, should we be embarrassed about consulting with a financial coach? And what kind of questions can we expect as a client? Okay, a great question. And it reads that as a financial coach, should people be embarrassed about their finances? And my response to that is absolutely not. Because once we address what we call the elephant in the room, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, the problem, uh, that's when we're on our way to recovery. So without it, uh, we, we're never able to make that turn uh, to, to help ourselves and our families. And the second part of your question, uh, if you can uh, uh, repeat that so I can make sure I have it correct. Can we expect in, in the uh, future? What kind of questions can we expect from you as a coach? Okay. I'm answering our questions. It would help, you know, oh, you're already yes. stressed out. So. Yes. Yes, when people, they're already stressed out. And, and Sylvia, trust me, I've been there before because I, I didn't know then what I know now. But some of the questions I would ask someone in a financial coaching uh, position is, um, I would ask them, uh, have they um, consulted with a financial specialist before regarding their personal or professional, uh, the financial future? Have they contacted someone before? And I would also ask them, have, what have they thought about in terms of have, what is their vision once they uh, become debt-free? What is their vision for their life after that? Because we, we don't want people to become debt-free and then repeat that cycle over and over again. Because after we become debt-free, we want to start uh, generating some wealth. And, and wealth doesn't necessarily mean how many zeros that, that are out there, but wealth could just very well be taking care of our basic needs. You know, it's getting a roof over the head, uh, food to eat and have, and right now we know having healthcare, 
have an have an uh, insurance for that. So when we look at uh, basic needs versus the wants, because if you ask me what do I want, I want everything, Sylvia. <laughs> it's a natural thing. But when we, we come to the reality of things, uh, we have to look at exactly what our needs are, uh, what's going to keep the roof over the head, what's going to have food, because without food, you can't really work because uh, you know you can't go to work hungry. It just doesn't work because you're going to be non-productive because all you're thinking about all day is food. And uh, yes. Another, yes, yes, you'll be, that's all you think about. And uh, it makes me think about that time when I was working at Mobile Oil Company in Texas and I received a call from the Pentagon. They said, hey, we want to bring you back on active duty. And I thought about it and I said, I'll give it a shot. I don't know if I'll make it back, but I'll give it a shot. So they said, okay, you have three weeks. You have to get a physical exam. And then once we get the results of that, it looks like it's going to be okay for you. So I was about 30 pounds overweight. And I had three weeks to do it, Sylvia. And guess what? It's 33 pounds in three weeks. Yeah. And, and what it meant was that I could be closer to my parents. And my mother and father had uh, bad health. So Texas is a lot further away than, than the Pentagon in Virginia. So I actually... That was my my motivating factor that I could be close to my parents and provide some oversight for them. But uh, and then another question uh, that I would ask people is is that uh, what are they going to do once they become debt free? Are they going to teach their children or their grandchildren how to become uh, financially uh, literate uh, or financially intelligent? And it doesn't mean it's anything like you take courses or anything, but it's more so uh, being practical with how we uh, spend money and that we don't uh, try to keep up with the Joneses. You know, the Joneses have nice foreign car, import car, integrated community. They take just extraordinary trips to different countries. And that's really not uh, what life is about. It is really not uh, a a, a um, basic example of trying to follow what someone else's, what they do, but stand in our own lane, working with what we have and uh, moving forward in life. Because everybody has a different wealth. The definition of wealth is different for everyone, just like the definition of success is. So yes, great question. That's and do you have another advice. question? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I heard an expression before um, called money mindset. Uh -huh. And what is that? And why is it so important to have a money mindset? Now, Sylvia, that's a great question. And to me, it is the ultimate question. And the reason why is because what a money mindset, uh, let's just look at a mindset. First of all, a mindset is how we view the world. And, and how we view the world is different for everyone. So we may view the world as it's, the world is good, people are good, situations are good, or it could be people, the world is bad, people are bad, this, this isn't working. So it's a difference. So it's all in how we view uh, the world around us. Now, when it comes to uh, a money mindset, we have, we're dealing with two things. Are we working with two things? One is a person may have a mindset of scarcity 
and scarcity is like, you never have enough money for this. You never have enough money for that. Or it could be, you know, it's too cold outside or it's too hot outside. So there's a scarcity in there. And it's the exact opposite of an abundance mindset. And an abundance mindset doesn't necessarily translate to money, but what it does do, a money mindset uh, helps people to come up, or abundance mindset helps people come up with ideas to help them create money. In other words, okay, you know, I'd like to get a um, some new furniture in my in my house. Okay, I don't on my job. I don't have a pay raise, so I'm kind of locked in. I don't want to get a loan. So what can you do? Well, you can get a side hustle. You know, you can go out and be an Uber driver or Uber Eats, or you can uh, just deliver packages. And so there are a lot of different ways that people can do it. They can offer courses, online courses. So there are a lot of ways in which people can bring in a little bit extra money to uh, purchase those things that they want or they can use that money to help them pay their debts down. So uh, that, that gives an additional way for people to do it. So that comes in through that abundance mindset. So again, a mindset itself is how we view the world, how the world was introduced to us through our parents, through our grandparents, extended family and friends. And then we come in with our own mindset for life. Some people are inspired every day some people aren't. When you have a scarcity mindset, it's one where you may have a conversation or what I call a money talk. And that money talk may be, you go to your parents when you're in high school and you ask them, hey, hey, dad, I'd like to um, get some money to go to the football game at school. You know, it only costs a little bit. And dad's, well, you know, son, I worked all week. I just can't afford to pay for that. And so that's more of a scarcity thing. And uh, when we look at an abundance thing, dad said, well, you know, I really don't have a lot of extra money, but I'm going to see what I can do. And uh, dad may just very well uh, just kind of look a little bit closer at his bank account and be able to provide that for you. That's just really a basic example of an abundance. An abundance mindset is that you go for it. Fine. You know, this course costs uh, $500 dollars. I don't have it, but I'm going to uh, sell something and I'll get that money so I can go to this course because I know it's going to help me in the long run. And over time, you will make that money back up really fast because you've learned some new information that's going to help you to do that. So yes, that's a, and a great question as well. So Sylvia, at this time, uh, it's coming to a close for us. And thank you for being the, the coaching yesterday. Yeah, I know. Uh, I want to see if there's anything else you'd like for me to assist you with at this time. Wow. I think you mentioned all of my firstings. Okay. And I appreciate it. Okay. What I want to do, uh, and I know you didn't ask the question, but what I want to do, I want to offer up just a little bit of information for people about the stimulus check, the second stimulus check. And uh, they can check it on the irs.gov uh, website and you can go there and they will have a link and you would just simply uh, put in your uh, social security number, you would put in your uh, birth date and a few, a little bit other information and it would tell you whether or not it's been 
sent in direct deposit or if they're going to mail it. But the latest I've heard on it is that uh, people will receive it when they file their taxes this year. So one has to ask the question, the first time around when they had the $1,200, why were they able to just send it directly in that direct deposit just smoothly? But now that the current administration is about to go out of business, I think they just decided, well, we're not going to do it. <laughs> wow. And it set a lot of people back because even though it was 300 and they may have picked up something for their children, it would have helped. And you have other countries that are providing their citizens with about $2,000 a month. And they're doing it because they know how devastating this pandemic is. So uh, I, I want to pass that on to people. And then there's talk about the new stimulus with the uh, uh, President uh, Biden of course, when he's inaugurated, that they're going to try to provide another 2000 But even at this point, the uh, some members of the Democratic Party, as well as Republican Party, are saying, well, you know, we don't really see that happening. But I said, well, what you don't see it happening is that there are going to be a lot more homeless people. They're going to be a lot more people on the street. The crime rate's going to go up. You're going to have to do something to help someone, because if you can help a major corporation uh, and, and, and they sign up for the PPP, that's the personal protection program. And let's say a company like um, Ruth Chris, I believe they may have gotten 10 million. And they're international, they're really an international uh, a company. Or you have Shake Shack and they were given $20 million and they didn't need that money. They didn't need that money. They're multi-million dollar and billion dollar businesses. So uh, that's the difference where the corporations are being taken care of and they're assuming that it's gonna trickle down to the people, but it's not going to. It's going to the stockholders, the people who invest in those companies. And so I want to put that out there for someone, uh, call your congressman or your senator and say, send the people the money. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that um, that uh, takes care for us here, Sylvia, and I really appreciate uh, you taking time out to ask these questions, and we're going to help, you know, other people uh, learn from it. So uh, thanks for being a wonderful guest of Wealth Academy Podcast Community, and we honor your presence and um, have a, a wonderful and happy new year, and may it be your best. Same for you. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to close out this particular session here on the uh, coaching on money, on uh, money mindset and financial intelligence. And I thank you all for being wonderful listeners and may it help everyone. Uh, my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'm the host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. I'll see you on the next coaching uh, session on uh, January the 19th. So go on, do what Sylvia did, go to the Enter to Win um, to, to register to see if you can win and also be a guest and we can go over some issues that can help you. Have a great day, Sylvia, and a great week. And thank you so much. You're so welcome. All right. Have a great day, everyone. See you on the next coaching thank session. Thank you for Have listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 